your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. All right, this one might be kind of short, but it's just going to dive into kind of the two common types of horses. Now, this can fluctuate a little bit, but you've got ones that are just really lazy, really dull, heavy to the leg, heavy on the hands, and they just kind of plop around everywhere. And then you've got ones that are really up and hot and really inattentive and looking around all the time, not good at standing still. Uh, Usually that's associated with like some barn sour and buddy sour. And there are times where those horses are seemingly pretty light and responsive, but It's in a reactive, intense, and like a, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, kind of a way. And then you've got the ones to where you're keeping them kind of right there in the middle. You're keeping them balanced through all of your riding and interactions with them. And that's where you start being able to kind of hit the nail right on the head and you have a horse that is light and responsive and alert and alive but not in a tense bothered hot trying to always be ahead of you uh acting on anticipation all the time right It's all of the good without any of the bad. So when you are working towards that balance with either horse in this scenario, the hot one or the lazy one, there will be times to where in the process of getting the lazy one to be a little more alert, he might tip towards feeling a little bit hot, like getting a little ahead of you. So right when that happens, you do something to bring him back down, like redirecting, bending stops, uh, go to a walk, have him drop his head, things like that. And then when he kind of comes back underneath you, mentally and physically, you can start working towards bringing him up again. So they can they can fluctuate a hot horse can have moments of laziness so if he kind of falls behind your leg or is ignoring you or something like that and you do something about that well then that might make him get a little bit hot so like an example of that is a horse that always looks around and when he goes to look off to the left for example You might barely wiggle your right leg and pull your right rein. And instead of just bringing his attention back to the center, he trots off. Or maybe you don't even wiggle your leg. Maybe you just like, there's some horses to where 
they can be kind of walking. And then if you just go to turn them using only the reins, they speed up. Uh, so that would be another example of where they can be all of these things at once. You can have a horse that's dull, but he's also kind of scared. You can have one that's hot, but he's also not really scared. He just thinks he's supposed to kind of be ahead and his mind is working a little too fast all the time. You can also have one like that and it's out of fear. So example of that is like a barrel horse. A lot of those barrel horses, like they're not afraid of being ridden. Uh, they've been ridden for years and they can load and they can be groomed and have their feet done and all that kind of stuff. But when you get on them, if you're not kind of paying attention to what you're doing, you'll have them kind of just running off with you pretty easily. But not necessarily because they're scared. That's just kind of what they think that they're supposed to do. That's just one example. So you're always constantly trying to feel what kind of horse is under you. And, I mean, there can be times where every 10 seconds it changes. Like, uh, on the south end of the arena, he's really dull and uh, kind of pluggy feeling. On the north end of the arena, he's really hot and looking around a whole lot. So, on the side where he's dull, you might say, hey, wake up. And then on the side where he's hot, you might say, hey, come down a little bit. So I guess the moral of the story is feel feel him out, feel out his thoughts and try to be aware of what is going on inside of him every stride that he takes so you can start to teach him where that balance point is at. Don't let him get real lazy and dull and where they just kind of go around half asleep all the time like a lot of the uh like a lot of the natural horsemanship type horses are and also try to avoid having the other end of the spectrum which is not much more useful than that first one I just mentioned and that's a horse that's really hot and instead of being responsive to the leg he's reactive uh goey looks around all the time, inattentive, magnets, barn sour, buddy sour, uh, tight through his neck and his back all the time, can't walk, trot, and lope on a loose rein. Uh, a lot of times those horses, when they back up, it kind of feels like they're they're kind of all over the place. It's almost like they're they're running off with you, but going backwards. Uh, even those kind of horses, those hot ones, once you ride a bunch that kind of know how to be right underneath you, you start to realize when a horse is running off with you at even a walk. Uh, I've had some horses basically be running off with me at a walk, on a loose rein, at a trot, at a lope. And if you want to get really technical, they can be running off with you at a standstill. You say, well, how's that possible? Well, an example is, is the horse is physically standing still, but his mind 
is completely hooked onto and locked on the, let's say, the barn that's like 300 feet off to the left. So he might be standing there, but his mind has already ran off that area. He's not mentally present, right? So his mind has already ran off and is over there at the barn somewhere, even though you and the horse are physically 300 feet away from it. So watch their ears, watch their eyes, watch their expression, feel how they're moving underneath you every second and say, is he feeling ahead of me or behind me? Is he inattentive? Is he paying attention? Uh, can he consistently travel on a straight line with his head in between my hands? Things like that. So when you start being aware of all that, it gets it gets really obvious of when you need to pull them off to the side and do something to balance them out, whether that means getting them to get woken up and be more alive or coming down. Uh, all right. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We will see you next time. You've been listening to the Carson James podcast. Real simple horsemanship. Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends. 